Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up! Get your peanuts, cracker jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive, deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going, going. The big leagues. Going, going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat. Now here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang, zoom, go the fireworks. The fan. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be a Wednesday, a very rainy, very kind of hot corner after dark kind of kind of day. I think yesterday would have been the perfect hot corner after dark day because it was rainy and just bitter cold. It wasn't that cold, but it felt really cold. Oh, Today, I, I had no idea. I was I was up on the hill majestically making dinner with the lady in Kamas. Oh, no clue. Very famous. Didn't go outside. Um, no idea. It was uh, it Got was way colder than it looked. Today was actually kind of warm out, uh, all things considered. But yeah, we're we're at that time of year. the The Portland winter has started for us. I think the rain every day is going to be a thing for quite some time now. So you know that's okay. It's all right. I like the rain. That you do. I'm from here. She's beautiful. Smells nice. Everything's like dirtily clean. What? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, it's raining, so things things get clean when they rain. It's like, do you know what's in rain? Acid. It's not just like burning acid. It's not clean water. There's no such thing as that on planet Earth anymore. For all of you people out there who know the game Death Stranding, which just came out, Timefall. Oh yeah, I definitely know that. Timefall. What does that mean? Uh, the rain in the game ages everything it touches, so you have to cover yourself, or else you age. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of terrifying, actually. <laughs> I kind of like that. It also ages like the equipment you're wearing and makes it wear down easier. It's you know, interesting concept. That sounds like it was created by like Columbia rain jackets. <laughs> like every time it rains, it degrades. <laughs> have to get a new one. <clears throat> Time fall. Time fall. Time to fall back in love with Columbia. I had this guy sit at the bar today, and he ordered an iced tea with his meal. You know, got him the iced tea. He goes, hey, can I get a straw? I was like, yeah, man, sure. Gave him a straw. He goes, oh, right, you have to ask for that now. And I was like, yeah, man, in the state of Oregon, it's the law. He goes, it's the law? Yeah. And I go, yeah, man, trying to ban single-use plastics. And he goes, man, what is this world coming to? And I go, I don't know, man, trying to save the planet. Is that what you said? That's what I said. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, but I mean, aren't we a little too late? <laughs> I was like, yes. Screw you too, dude. That's a great point. <laughs> we are too late. I know, but it was like, oh, yeah, I just go to bed every night. We're just like, yeah, we're effed anyway. So 
<laughs> I had that today because I, I always I always forget about that now, right? I'm like, uh, where's the straws? Yeah. I went to Jersey Mike's for my lunch today, and mm-hmm. I went and filled myself a little soda, and I was mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, and you go back up to the front. Hey, can I have a straw? Of course. They're sitting right there. Yeah. You just can't oh, yeah. take them for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my, it's my- weird because I feel like most people will just ask for straws. Mm-hmm. So they're not really reducing the waste. It's just more difficult to get to the waste. There's this place by my house called Spitz. It's like a, uh, it's like a sounds like a barbecue place. Yeah, well, it's it's like a Mediterranean uh, f- street food kind of place. Oh, so okay. they do like a donor wraps, which are kind of like a euro, but in a tortilla that's like grilled and it's crispy. Anyway, and I got I was there maybe a week ago or so and got a soda with it, and homeboy just threw the straw in. Didn't even ask. I was like, nice. Just completely disregarding the law. Plastic straws, no laws. Breaking the law. (laughs) Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Well, they're a California-based company, so I'm sure their California owners just have no idea. Probably not. They're just like, yeah, whatever. It's a straw. What's wrong with a straw? What's wrong with a straw? Oh, the fact that they kill sea turtles. They do? They do. Even what if? Okay. They try to eat them. I know. I'm kidding. I know. (laughs) It's too late now, man. It is. Hey, look, he kind of has a point. He does have a point, but it's just like, I still like to sleep at night, you know? I still like to try to think I'm making a difference. Guess what? Hmm. Did you sleep last night after that conversation? Uh, it happened today. Guess what? You're going to sleep just fine tonight. Well, that's the copious amount of alcohol that's going to go into my body once this show ends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but whatever. I mean, it's it just it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. We've all got our own problems. It's hard to, to be fair. To in classic hipster Patrick fashion, I was way ahead of this years ago. I don't use straws. I hate single-use plastics. Do you want a bag for these six items? No. I would rather juggle them in my hands, potentially drop all of them twice, the three blocks I have to walk to my car. Because I don't want that plastic bag. I love turtles. Turtles are cool. Turtles are cool. They and live forever if you let them. And they even still live, even with plastic inside them. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. And then we cut them open and we're like, oh, my God. Look at all of this garbage. Look at all these turtles. What are we going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> you see that little girl got Time Magazine of the Year? Time I did. Person of the Year? Greta, what's her face? Thunberg? Yeah. Is that her name? Greta Thunderberg. Thunderberg. Name. <laughs> I believe in saving this planet. My name is Thunderberg. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's too late anyway. I think we should be exploring other planets to move to. Not me, man. I'm from here. <laughs> I like the acid rain. <laughs> I grew up here. My family's generation grew up here. You can't take me out of here. <laughs> Now, I'm reading a book right now that's got some space stuff going on, and I'm like, man, we really should be looking for other habitable, pla- or however you say it, habitable planets, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. we Probably. Should. Not going to be important in my lifetime, so what do I care? <laughs> that's basically what that guy says. He's like, it's too late now. I'm that not worried about says. it. You know what? I, look, I'm not, he has a point. That's how a lot of people think. Frankly, that's how I think sometimes. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on in everybody's lives. It's hard to think about that. You, on the other hand, you grew up here. Yeah. And you're a hipster. Yep. So. I suppose I should just own it, right? Yeah, you do tend to resist it for some reason. Well, it has such a negative connotation. 
Like, so I am, so I learned things before your dumb A learned it. And uh, I'm willing to make something happen in, you know, because of it. And now I get made fun of because I beat you to it. Sounds like I'm smarter than you. Says the hipster. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the golly. second time I made that joke on the air today. <laughs> I know I listened to you guys mostly today. <laughs> Ogly Dougly. We got a fun show lined up for you. Who says you can't talk baseball in December? We got a lot to get to today. I'd like to chat a little bit about the Mets. I'd like to chat a little bit about the Indians. I've got some really interesting stuff I'd like to chat about when it comes to the Anaheim Angels. Excuse me, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They will always be the Anaheim Angels. Yes. Uh, or and- the California. California Angels, the, if you'd like. Yeah, if you want to call them the California Angels, go for it. I still call them the Miami Marlins or the Florida Marlins, so I get it. You know, we we got a lot to get to. DD signs, Dodgers making fake moves for their bullpen, and? you know, and uh, yeah, and some other stuff going on in the and, Bronx. And yeah, and and littering and 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 Jacob and, Degrom is the best pitcher in baseball. And then, <laughs> and of course, we'll get to the Yankees. And then. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on social media. Mike's at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. You can find me at beers at P Diddy zero eight five on Instagram. That's also where you're going to find the beers on us. Podcast page is on Instagram at beers on us. New pod drops tomorrow. No idea what we're doing. Full disclosure. Do we ever? We haven't talked about it yet. No, not even not even a faint whisper. Uh, so we've got that. There's also the better you today. Text line five, five, three, oh, five. That bad boy lets you interact with us. Throughout the entire show, uh, I guess that's where we start. Is the big news? Yes, please. The big please? news. Can the, I can I talk more about it, please? The New York Mets signed Michael Waka. <laughs> Dominating news. Yeah, we'll start in the Bronx where the Yankees signed uh, Garrett Cole. I almost said Adam Cole, but that's a wrestler. Uh, signs Garrett Cole to a lucrative deal, and we'll start there first on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I also forgot that uh, some Rob Manfred rules coming down next year. We could get into, maybe we'll get into that next week. Did I miss something? I don't know if I know what you're talking about. Uh, talking about like uh, a three batter minimum, 26 oh. man roster, and 15 day IL for pitchers. Right. We that was that, that was all like what's going to start next year, and it's yeah. Starting. But we don't got to get into that this week. I, I hate the three batter minimum, but I've talked about that. Yeah, we can we can get into that at some point. Although I did realize I forgot we literally talked about this 20 minutes ago that this is our last show of 2019. It is. Goodbye. There is an Oregon Ducks basketball game next week, I guess. Um, I am also going to be out anyway. I'm going to take my vacation days next week. Sweet. And then uh, Christmas Day and New Year's Day fall on Wednesdays. So I'm so heartbroken about it. There you go. Sounds like we might miss the week after that, too. Oh, I don't know. I think Joe was saying something like that. We'll probably be back on the 8th. What does Joe know? He's not even here. I know. (laughs) What a loser. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Stop having responsibilities of a parent. Man. And do your one night a week random job <laughs> that you do with us, please. We love you, Joe. Uh, so the news hit last night, correct? And it we did. talked and we ta- late last night, too. And we talked about this last week. God, can you imagine? Can you imagine Brian Cashman? He's like, bro, it's one in the morning. Just sign on the dotted line. <laughs> What time? I think it was like nine thirty Pacific. So yeah, it was almost. I mean, they were in, they were in San Diego, but Eastern time. It was almost one a.m. <laughs> yeah, I was watching uh, Iron Man 
For the, the first time, yes. Oh, that's right. You're doing the Marvel yes. thing. Yes, I was watching the Iron Man, the first Iron Man great for the movie. first time. It was I, I. That's a good movie. Great movie is a is a stretch. Okay. Great movie for okay. the Marvel movie. Tombstone is a great movie. Iron Man one was decent. It's a good movie. Yeah, Iron Man bats like two seventy eight. It's good. Robert Downey Jr. It's all right. Good, good, good as Iron Man. Yes, I, I, I enjoyed it. Can and we stop stalling and talk about Garrett Cole? I know you don't <laughs> want to talk about it, but come on. No, I'm just trying to elongate this so we can talk longer about Garrett Cole. Um, and That's my not phone, how time works, Patrick. <laughs> my phone starts buzzing. Well, I don't know. I haven't got to Doctor Strange yet. <laughs> nice, nice, making Marvel jokes. This kid, right there here. you go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, you sure my, you're a hipster? <laughs> and my phone buzzes and drops the news. And I think I just went, holy bleep. And Abs, my girl, she's, she's sitting there next to me. She's like, what? Is everything okay? And I'm just like pounding away on the keyboard on my phone. <laughs> and just no response. I think I was texting you. Yes. And I was like. Brr, brr, brr. She's like, what? Is everything okay? Is, is your mom? Is it, is it like, is it, what, what, what's going on? Is it work? Like, what's up? And I was like, Garrett Cole just signed for a gajillion dollars for the Yankees. The world is over. <laughs> She's I, like, oh, my God, nobody cares. I uh, I was laying on the couch. Uh, my wife had just gone upstairs to get ready for bed. She's getting to bed earlier because she's an old fart now. And um, she was just lying in bed, like, on her phone, but going to sleep. And I got the notification, and I was like, Garrett Cole, sign of the Yankees. But I texted her because I was downstairs. And she was like, nice, there you go. So it was a very different reaction in, in our household. <laughs> She's not a Yankees fan, but I, I was telling her, I was like, if the Yankees don't sign Garrett Cole, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> She's not a Yankee fan. What is she, a Twins fan? <laughs> no. Uh, She's a White Sox oh, fan. Oh, that's right. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the New York Yankees signed Garrett Cole to a nine-year 324. Yes. 324. I, I tried to look it up on Google, and it's just like, what this means for the Angels, what this means for Scott Boris. And I was like, just give me the details. What it means for Scott Boris is a lot of money. So <laughs> I'm rich. Bleep. You can't say it if you add the O. No, you can say I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, nice. If yeah. you just say bitch. Yeah, like Dave Chappelle. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, so uh, nine years, $324 million, which is the largest contract for a pitcher ever which we assumed was going to happen yes we assumed that that you i know. did not assume strasburg would break the record necessarily but then he did on monday mm -hmm. and then when that happened you're like well i don't know what cole's gonna get and apparently the answer is almost 100 million dollars more than steven strasburg boy way to bury a headline i totally forgot Stras is staying with the nationals we'll have to talk about that too <laughs> yeah. uh so garrett cole does go to the evil empire and instantly bolsters that and they've i mean they've got to be World Series favorites now, right? I would imagine. Without a doubt. And boosts that. And, you know, I don't really know where to start with this. The money thing doesn't bother me. It really doesn't bother me. Like, I'm seeing a lot of comments on social media like, Garrett Cole's a great pitcher, but he's not worth $36 million a year. And I'm like, who's to say who's worth what? In baseball, right. the salaries inflate every single year, right? The market value of these players inflates every single year. It's not your money. Right, it's the team setting the values for the players. So if the team has that kind of money and values the player, they say like, of course he's worth that. Right, that's what the team is valuing him at. Right, and my, you know, my my thing when it comes to money is is a little twofold. Is one, I've watched baseball long enough and I've seen this stuff long enough that contracts progressively get bigger and bigger. Like someone's going to beat this in two years. You know what I mean? Someone's going to become a free agent in two years. 
Maybe even next year. I don't know. I haven't looked at the free agents in the next couple of years. The pitchers are not as not as good as this year. So. Right, right. But somebody is going to break this record from a pitcher at some point, and they might not even be as good as Garrett Cole. That's just how baseball's always been. It all started with Alex Rodriguez. When he signed 10 years, 250, it was a whole new ball game because Manny Ramirez signed that big deal in Boston. Everybody was like, whoa, how are you going to sign this guy for that much money? That and was then the a- same year, too. Yeah, and then the Rangers are like, hold my beer. We're getting A-Rod. <laughs> You know, and that's when everything kind of changed the game. So I'm not really worried about that. The only thing, and this is what you and I were texting about last night, is he is now the second highest paid player in baseball. Is he the second best player in baseball? Uh, and my response to you was, you could argue he's the best pitcher in baseball. So ipso facto, best hitter, Mike Trout, number one player in baseball, highest paid player in yes. baseball. Uh, best pitcher, arguably, number two highest paid, highest paid player in baseball. I mean, you could argue DeGrom, which I know you'll say DeGrom's better. You yeah, could yeah. argue Scherz. You, Garrett Cole is one of the top two or right, three but, pitchers in baseball. But before we get into wild things, DeGrom's 34. Yeah. Garrett Cole is not. He's 29. Yeah, is a lot yeah. younger than that. So, I mean, sure. I think the, the way to look at it is, is this, in terms of the money, right? If you are a team that can afford these kind of contracts, which, to be fair, and we could also talk about this if this you know interests you, intrigues you, opens up a Pandora's box, I think more teams can afford a contract like this than they let on. Like we are made to believe for sure we are made to believe that like four teams only can afford a player like this. The Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, and that's it. Who yeah, else? That's Maybe it. the Angels because they're in the LA area. Yeah. But that's what we're made to believe. Now there are teams out there that struggle financially. Like the Tampa Bay Rays could not make this contract. Your Cleveland Indians, from all we know, could not make this contract. Probably not. But there are a ton of teams out there who have the money and instead of investing it in the team pay themselves the right. owners um, the Padres just paid Manny Machado 300 mil right um, we got a text when I talked about this earlier today saying that you just described the Pirates to a T the Pirates take all the money they get from revenue sharing which all the big money teams have to share the revenue they mm-hmm. make to kind of help equal or make it for the parity for the, the parody, level playing yeah, to, field yeah. to help e- equalize everybody help counter the Yankees buying and the everyone. Pirates reportedly take all that revenue sharing and just put it away in their pockets. They don't put it back into the team. So that's just an example, but I'm assuming there's plenty of teams out there that could have signed Garrett Cole. They could have afforded it. They could have signed him, but they're hiding behind. Oh, well, we're a small market. We can't do this. Or, Oh, well, we got this much locked up. I think some people just want to be rich and Mm -hmm. not want to spend the money. So there are more teams than we believe that could afford Garrett. Cole. I agree. It's, you know, to my whole point was, uh, the reason that it makes so much sense is the Yankees are a piece or two away from winning a World Series, right. right? And what is their main issue? Starting pitching, consistent starting pitching. Who is the best pitcher in the market this year? Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Who's going to be the best pitcher in the market the next five years? Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, probably, yeah. So you go out and get it done. Well, right? and I think to your point, and this is this is an argument that, or a discussion, I like to say, that I I generally lose uh, frequently, and it's just because people don't want to listen to it. It usually happens when I talk to NBA fans. I think there's this persona, there's this image that baseball is dying and it's losing money. It's like, no, baseball is the number two most profitable sport in America. <clears throat> it's above the NBA. It's raking in money. <clears throat> it's above the NBA by by billions of dollars. That's billion with a Z higher than the NBA. And sure, it loses the NFL. Duh, duh. NFL is is the workhorse. We get it. But Major League Baseball is is worth something like $8 billion right now. 
is is the kind of revenue it's bringing in. And that's not just the Yankees and the Dodgers. That's everybody. That's seats. I mean, people still go to Indians and Rays games. You know, people still go mm. to Blue Jays games. I mean, they not many, but people still do. It's not like they shut it down and they're still buying hot dogs and, and sodas. You know how much that soda costs? Yeah. That soda costs like .003 cents. And, it, and they, it's selling for $12. Exactly. But also they have globs of money coming from their TV deals as well. Those are some of the most profitable things that all these teams have as their the Yankees TV deals. have their own network. Yeah. You know, how many jerseys, how many Derek Jeter jerseys are they still selling right now? How many New York Yankee classic hats are they selling? Exactly. It's the most iconic hat in all of North American sports. So they've got the money. I think what's more interesting, which is where I want to get to next, is how kind of far away it seems like everybody else was. And when the rumors were swirling that the Yankees were getting close, why no one pulled a trigger. And I want to get to that next. So we'll do that. This is the Hot Corner on 10 of the Fan, but first there's Mike with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. A lot of stuff to get to. Ooh. Great show. I'm really excited for tonight. Because we actually have a real baseball offseason that's popping? Yeah, we got a lot to get to. <clears throat> I'm so uh, it makes it feel so much better because last year we talked about the same stuff every week. And now it's like, oh, 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 people, signings. Things are happening. Okay. I know. I was I'm thinking, excited. I was thinking today, I was like, we're going to talk about Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg again. Oh, wait, but it's okay. They got teams. Yeah. This is awesome. And once this week's over, granted, we don't have a show for four weeks. Uh, no, that's even better because we, then we just like right. put everything in the pocket. But we wouldn't have talked about them after they signed. Like, it's it. Yeah. Now we wait for Garrett Cole to play and for Steven Strasburg to play. And then there'd be another deal. Like, the report today is Anthony Rendon and the Angels are getting close to right. signing. So right. that would be the next thing. You know, it's it's, it's moving. It's exciting. Yeah, and, and it's, it's great to see because this is the polar opposite of last year. And I, I do want to get into Garrett Cole some more. But this is the polar opposite of last year in the sense of, Everyone was waiting for the big dog to fall because then it kind of sets the market. You know what I mean? And this year we don't have to. Like, it's like, well, done. Yep. Well, Strasburg kind of set the market and he wasn't even the big dog, which is kind of the interesting thing. Right. That is Once Strasburg got the deal, it was like, oh, so Cole's going to get that much. Okay. <laughs> and he got even more than I thought. Yeah. When you're like, Bryce Harper got how much? How much is Frankie Lindor going to get paid? How much is Mookie Betts going to get paid? Mm. And Mike Trout's like, I'll tell you how much they're going to get paid. <laughs> Less than me. Less than me. <laughs> and I'm making $430 million. <laughs> That's so rad. I love that guy. Uh, so what's interesting to me is we kind of talked about this, you know, and I know, Mike, you got your ear to the Yankee Pulse pretty good. Uh, and, you know, I was on record saying last week that I thought for sure I thought the Angels were going to get this deal done. I thought I, it made I the said most. I the Angels too. I, yeah. thought, I thought it made the most sense for the Angels. I thought they invested all this money in Mike Trout. Pujols is coming off the books. They don't have a lot of bad contracts anymore. They got the money to spend, and they have to do something with Trout in this period that it just made sense. He's a California kid. sounded like he wanted to go to California. No-brainer. And then the reports come out that the Dodgers offer him, like, nine, eight years, 300 mil, and the Angels offered him less than 300 They offered million? him like eight and like 298 or something. Yeah. And I just don't understand where you're coming from as the Angels. Okay, the Dodgers, it makes sense to me. If you're the Dodgers, you're like, look, 
you want to come here, we'll pay you some money. We're not going to break the bank because we still have a chance to go to a World Series Eight next year. Eight years, no million, not breaking the bank. Well, I mean, well, in comparison, it, it's not good enough. So, but I, but I understand that because the Yanks or the the Dodgers did that with Harper and Machado last year. They're like, look, we're going to give you this much, and it sounds like Rendon too. Yeah, if you want to come here, this is how much we're going to give you. The Angels, I thought, had to be the aggressor. I thought they had to be the aggressor in this situation, and it looks like they heard the Yanks and were like, eh, we're out. So here, here's what I think happened. The Angels did have to be the aggressor, but the Yankees also had to be the aggressor, right? Right. I think if you went into this offseason and you knew anything about baseball, you said the Yankees have to sign Garrett Cole. Right. Well, they have to sign a top-tier starter. I didn't think they had to sign Cole, but they had to get either Cole or Strauss. Well, Strasburg signs on Monday, and you're like, okay, okay, there's no backup plan. You have to sign Garrett Cole, right? And tell me which team you trust to be the aggressor more, the Yankees uh, or the it, Angels. It's Brian Cashman. And the last time this Especially happened. Especially the reports we heard where the Steinbrenner boys were like, do it. Car Blanche, go. Yeah, do it. The last time this happened was in 2009. An Orange County kid named CC Sabathia was a free agent, and the Angels Former put in a young winner in Cleveland. And the Angels put in a bid, and the Yankees blew it out of the water. And he took the money and went to go play for the Yankees. Won a World Series, has become a really, really popular Yankee player. Um, so I think that's part one. The, both teams needed Garrett Cole, but one team has a history of getting the players they need, and the other one has a history of losing out barely on the players they need, and that's the Angels. The other thing is. I think that he wanting to go, him wanting to go home thing was overblown. That's all we heard, right? Like, oh, right. he's from Orange County. He wants to go back home. There's two teams there. He could go, you know, <clears throat> play there. And then I didn't even know this. Uh, maybe I should have, but I didn't. Garrett Colt grew up a Yankees fan. There's uh, a there's a famous picture. That oh yeah, I've seen that. He's at he's uh, holding a sign at Yankee Stadium for the 2001 World Series. Was it the world, it wasn't the ALCS? I think it, it was, was the World, the world series. series. Okay, and it says Yankee fan today, tomorrow, forever. He's holding that sign. Some of his idols growing up were Derek Jeter and Andy Pettit. Yeah. Guess and who the Yankees brought to the meeting with Garrett for Garrett Cole? Brian Cashman's a genius. Andy Pettit. He's <laughs> such a genius. And guess where and Andy Garrett Pettit Cole's also sitting there going like, "Oh my God, it's Andy Pettit." And guess where Andy Pettit also pitched? Houston. Yeah, that's so he's, true. He's got a little bit of a connection there with Mr. Cole. So, and of course, well, they offered him twenty-four more million dollars than, they, than any other team did. But right, I so I, I think the going home was overblown. I think Garrett Cole was always going to take the most money. And from what I was reading today, I think Garrett Cole was going to be a Yankee no matter what. He wanted to be a Yankee. Yeah. Is what I read from John Heyman today. And sure, John Heyman tweets the same thing 3,000 times a day, but there's still some value to Gotta his get tweets. Those clicks. Um, but that's what he said. He, he was always going to be a Yankee. I don't know if it's because he grew up a fan or if it was just because the money was going to be there or whatever. So it sucks for the Angels. If you're an Angels fan, I, I'm, I imagine you're incredibly frustrated, but the history shows that that's how it's going to go. Yeah, and I think I think there's one really big aspect to this, too, in the sense of I think a lot of me as a baseball fan in general loves the idea of Garrett Cole to Anaheim because it's – Let's put this together. Let's make something. Let's grow. Let's use this great asset we have. Put it together with another one. The best pitcher, the best hitter in baseball. Let's go after this. And that's probably what they pitched to him. Like, we'll bring you in. 
You and Mike are the cornerstones of this franchise and we'll build around you and we'll compete for a World Series. That's romantic to me. I love that. He walks in with Brian Cashman. He goes, you sign with us and we're winning many World Series. There's no, we'll get some pieces around you. No, it's like, it's here, already established. We need one piece. That piece is you. Is you. And the Angels are like, we'll build around you to where the Yankees are like, we already have it. We just need you to complete it. And I think, sure, he was, I think he was always going to sign for the most money. Scott Boris guy. I think, I think he was always going to sign for the most money. But it makes the most sense for him to sign for the Yanks. I mean, I hate it, but it makes the most sense. I mean, I, although although the comments after the World Series, I don't know how much he cares about winning World Series compared to some other dudes. Just you, being uh, fair. Oh, that could have just also been him being frustrated at losing too, right? Fair. Like, oh, I'm on the uh, – he was angry. He probably was annoyed with the Astros because they weren't even going to consider resigning him. And they're like, cheaters. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how he faces against them now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the one thing that I want to say is – I am so happy that this happened the way it did as a fan. I'm going to put my fan hat back on. If you've listened to the show for any amount of time, I have been pushing the best way to build a team, in my opinion. And that is to build from within, get young guys, make smart trades, don't spend all your money on the big guys, because you can do what teams like the Astros have done or the Cubs did where you draft well, you develop players, you make a couple of good trades, and you're right there. And then when you're right there, that's when you can spend the big money. And I'm very happy that my team finally followed what I think is the correct quote-unquote way to build a team. They did it that way. They knew they sucked a couple years ago. Relatively sucked. They weren't good for the Yankees. They made a couple of trades. They got a ton of young prospects. They developed players really well. They used their international draft money really well. And they built a great team. Right now, it's a young team that's mm-hmm. not being paid a lot of money. No. So you can afford to go out and spend a ton on Garrett Cole because right now you've got manageable deals for basically everybody else. So bravo to the Yankees for building the team the right way. And, yes, you've got more money than anybody else, so, of course, you can afford Garrett Cole for a bajillion dollars. Mm -hmm. But you didn't go the way of the 2000s where you just signed everybody and traded everybody away for big stars because guess what? That never worked. So bravo for Brian Cashman for doing it the right way. Bravo to the younger Steinbrenners for having the wherewithal to not follow in their father's footsteps the entire time, but to also have the wherewithal to say, okay, I'm channeling George Steinbrenner and we're spending a boatload of money to get Garrett yeah it's it's picking your spots it's knowing when when the time is and and when to do that and uh, I want to spend the last segment of this hour talking about you know being honest what this does mean for the Yankees it's easy to just say oh they're gonna win the World Series but no I want to I want to actually talk about how Garrett Cole fits into this situation we'll do that next but first we got breaking news looks like John Heyman tweeted and he's on television right now the Rendon deal is done with the Angels 245 seven years that's 35 a year wow so the Angels do snag a piece they wanted more and it sounds like they were probably willing to do both but losing out on Cole snags them Anthony Rendon which well, makes that'll be some nice help for Mike Trout which makes that offense pretty scary 
Well, and, in a, and we could probably talk about, we should probably break, but in a year where the division's going to change a little bit because mm-hmm. the Astros are, well, A, cheaters, yep. and B, not going to have Garrett Cole anymore. Mariners are trash. Who knows what the A's are going to do? The Rangers are a complete unknown. The the Angels and, and A's both have a chance to win the division next yep. year, and this is the Angels saying, hey, we're trying. Yep, so I'd like to get into the Angels in the 8 o'clock hour, and we'll do that. But first, I want to wrap up this Garrett Cole situation and just kind of talk where he fits with the Yanks and how they will look in the 2020 season. We'll do all that next on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 748 here. This is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. That's what we do here. Uh, Spent pretty much the whole first hour of Garrett Cole. I mean, it's big news. Excuse me. I do want to get into the Anthony Rendon deal for the Angels and what that means because Mike just told me some crazy stat, which is awesome. Uh, They'll be a force to reckon with. But I do want to kind of talk about this, and I want to dive a little more into it. you know, Mike, you're the Yankee fan, so I got some questions, I guess. Ask it's, away. It's easy for Garrett Cole to slide into the Yanks and best pitcher signs with the Yankees who are already in the ALCS and, in theory, three outs away from going to a World Series. DJ Mayhew, what up? <laughs> uh, where, where does, in your opinion, Garrett Cole sit on this rotation? Now, obviously, he's the best guy. Obviously, he is the ace. Mm-hmm. Tanaka's kind of held that torch for a little bit. Where does this sit for you in terms of there's no CC now? Can the young guys get better? Or do we even have to worry about any of that because you got Garrett Cole at the top? Like, where does this fit for like a J-Hap? Is J-Hap a free agent? Uh, J-Hap is on the trading block right now. Okay, well, duh, because uh, you got Garrett Cole. And where this- does this sit for James Paxton? I'm curious in how... Where Cole, what Cole does to the rest of the staff? Well, right now, from what I've been reading, is the predicted starting rotation for the Yankees will be Garrett Cole, numero uno, a healthy Luis Severino, number two. At two. Number two. uh, Masiro Tanaka at three. James Paxton at four. And then... CC at five. No. Bartolo Colon. Uh, either an unsuspended Domingo Herman oh, at, right, right, right. at five or Jordan Montgomery, who missed all of last year recovering from Tommy John right. two years ago was solid. He's more of a prototypical fifth starter. He'll eat up some innings for you. He might be good, might be average, whatever. Herman would be the, the key here. Now, Herman, who mean, knows? Apparently, is a scumbag. I don't know. But I think that's still, there's an investigation going on. I think he's suspended indefinitely. I'm not sure. But taking out the fact that he might be a terrible human being, if he comes back, if he's the fifth starter, he was their best starter last year. That's, Come on. Yeah. I know. That's terrifying. He helped my really terrible fantasy team not be, like, worse than last. Right. So well, what, no, I was last, but it could have been worse. What it does for the Yankees is it builds a rotation that is feared, which they really haven't had for the last few years. They haven't. I think I think some guys would be a little afraid of Tanaka in the playoffs because he's, he's, he's a been, great playoff he's pitcher. He's been a great playoff pitcher, but you're not scared of Hap. You're not scared of Paxton. No. Uh, Severino. Severino was hurt last year. The year before he was good. Yep. Um, but yeah, coming off that injury, not fully healthy, you probably weren't. You're right. He this was is, good. He was good in the postseason this year. But, but you're right. This is. I mean, Garrett Cole's scary. He, he was good in the playoffs, not as great in the World Series. But that's whatever. I'm not. Well, he had about one that. bad start and one good start in the World Series. But um, he 
he gives you the surefire number one guy that goes in games one, five, and seven, or one, four, and seven, however it works out. But what it also does is it takes some of the pressure off the other guys. Yeah. Like James Paxton last year was kind of weird because he had so many injuries in the rotation that he was kind of the guy who was being forced to be the number one. And I don't know if it was like it was his first year in New York and there was pressure with that, which is always the case with some with, with some players. Right. But, I mean, he was terrible early in, in, in games and then would get really good. This takes pressure off of him. He doesn't need to be amazing every single time out. I mean, he can be. Maybe it means he will be now. Right. But it takes pressure off of him. Uh, it helps if you have – it's not because on the, the IL twice a year with stupid, silly injuries because he's getting older. Right. He's not a great athlete. It helps when Tanaka's out for two weeks that you have Garrett Cole. Um, if Garrett Cole gets hurt, which he has actually really not done in his career, he's been supremely healthy, um, you still have good starters to fill the gap. You know, it's it, it helps it helps make the weakest part of their team a strength, which should be terrifying for any other team in Major League Baseball because yeah. their bullpen was their their strength, and their lineup was fantastic. Oh, and now their their rotation on paper is fantastic. So it, it makes them the favorite. And I think that's the that's the most important part. I am curious, though, <clears throat> you know, because I don't I don't know a ton about Garrett Cole. I just know what I've seen. By the way, I believe this show was super high on Garrett Cole when he was in Pittsburgh before he became elite. Yeah, yeah. So just 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 a little shout out if you're out there listening to the hot corner. Like we we know our best ball. I like Tyler Glass now a lot. Still, <laughs> um. I'm curious. Austin Meadows. <laughs> awesome. What up? Chris Archer says, howdy doody. <laughs> uh, I'm curious, though, because you mentioned this, that, you know, a lot of guys, you know, Sonny Gray was awful at this. He came to New York and could not be a quote-unquote Yankee. The recent poster child is Carl Pavano. Yeah, Carl Pavano is a great, is a great. And maybe Paxton had a little bit of struggles with that. Do you see any Garrett Cole struggles with that? Because Garrett Cole can't have bad outings next year. Uh, well, he could. Well, but, he could, but I mean, and he didn't this year, really. So there's not much to worry about. But yeah, from like late May on, he was unstoppable. He had a couple of iffy in the early part of the season, not terrible, but just not. But Yankee fan, fully. but Yankee fans are they know the game really well. They're extremely educated fans, and but they are also emotionally volatile. So I'm just curious. Say he has two bad starts in April and May, April and or May. Is he going to be okay with the, you know, the rant, the fanatic being ridiculous and screaming that this wasn't worth it? I have no idea. I mean, that's that's a wait and see kind of thing. Every player is different. Um, apparently, he has talked to a couple of former Yankees, like CC Sabathia, for example. Um, and uh, I think Mike Mussina as well might, may have talked to him. Mm-hmm. Guys who were traded there or signed there after playing elsewhere on how to deal with it. And basically what they've said is that there's no way to prepare for it. You just got to know that you have to shut it out, right? Yeah. You can't let it, you can't focus on it. You can't let it seep into your game. I mean, you'll have some bad starts here and there and not won't always be pretty. And, but there's no way to know. I mean, if you look at his demeanor on the mound, it would appear as if he would be fine with that kind of stuff, right? He seems yeah. hyper-focused. He mm-hmm. seems very intense he seems very much like he's in on his own stuff, and that's kind of it. But I've thought the same thing about other pitchers who have struggled. I thought James Paxton was kind of like that, you know? And maybe last year him struggling wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm not ready to be in New York. It could have just been he was struggling. But I don't – I'm not really sure. That's not a question I can answer until we see it happen. I 
hope to God that it doesn't happen because that would be a very large contract of a guy who gets scared to pitch in New York. But, I mean, it's possible. I just saw technically Garrett Cole's the highest paid player in baseball. Per year. Next right? season, yeah. But that's because... <clears throat> Trout's full thing hasn't kicked in. Yeah, Trout's doesn't kick in for a little longer. So, I mean, there you go. I'm, in, I'm interested. I... You can hate the Yankees all you want. Most people do. This is still interesting and good for baseball to have them being a, a good team. For sure. I don't I don't I don't hate the Yankees. I hate the White Sox. And I hate the Twins. Right? Those guys I hate. Well, oh, I right. Just, I totally forgot. I was like, wait a sec, there's another team in your division that you actually hate. The Tigers. Who is it? Oh, right. They're so bad that I forgot about them. Here's this. Uh Katie Sharp, great follow on Twitter, by the way. Uh Pretty sure she's uh, mostly a Yankees person, but uh, still a good stat person. Notable Yankees under team control through 2022. Wait, say that again? Notable Yankees under control, team control through 2022. 2016 AL Rookie of the Year runner-up. 2017 AL Cy Young third place. 2017 NL MVP. 2017 AL Rookie of the Year. 2017 AL MVP runner-up. 2018 AL Rookie of the Year, third place. 2018 AL Rookie of the Year, runner-up. 2019 AL Rivera reliever winner. 2019 AL Cy Young runner-up. Under team control for the next three years. Hi. Better win some titles, Mike. I know. (laughs) Better win some titles. Better win some titles. Better win some titles. All right. 2016 Rookie of the Year runner-up, is that Sanchez? Got to be. Because... 17 was Rookie of the Year winner was Judge. Was Judge. And then he was the MVP runner-up as well. 2017 NL MVP is LeMahieu. 2017 AL Cy Young third place, Seve, maybe? Gotta be. Uh, 2018 AL Rookie of the Year third place is Glaber Torres. AL Rookie of the Year runner-up is Miguel Andujar. 19 Rivera reliever winner was... um, Chapman. Chapman this year. And then Cy Young was... You guys better win a World Series. Better win more than one. Better win more than one. <laughs> better win more than one. Otherwise, that's an expensive, expensive World Series. All right. We come back. Second second hour of this show. I want to get into some angel stuff. And maybe we'll hit some news and notes from around. You want to do fair or foul or you want to just talk about what's going on? Yeah, yeah. There's let's, too much going on. Too much going on. So we'll skip fair or foul this week. That's so a 2020 thing anyway. Uh, and we'll get into the rest of the news around baseball. But we'll start with the angels. We'll do that at the top of the hour. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.